0: Fiction is the first volume of a two part series in English that is Hindi and English published in June 2018 it is available in print and ebook format Book 2 chapter 1 part 2 from normal to abnormal and back dates written 4th October 2015 and 5th October 2015. The news broke on the TV by Saturday afternoon. The channels were doing a live coverage of the events as they unfolded. Sal had been arrested and taken away for an alcohol test. He was going to be in prison for some time at least. His fears had come true. He was being implicated. Nobody was speaking about the events as they were. The next day's papers gave the full treatment to Sal. It was deja vu, but in a much infinitely much worse manner. The headlines were harsh and brutal, not to mention lopsided and prejudiced. One person had died in the accident and four others had been injured, two of them seriously. But the headlines and the newspapers were full of one person killed and many moved down. It was as if the entire press and media had forgotten the meaning of the word killed. People die in an accident. They are not killed. Kill is when you attack a person with the intention to cause his death. But these were minor technicalities for the media and the public too. They were definitely not in the mood to differentiate between died and killed. As a matter of fact, they were equating accident with murder and were gleefully paying for Sal's blood. The press, the media, the public, all of them. Sal was going to be isolated yet again, but that was the least and most insignificant of his problems. If the media was going all out in their outrage against Sal, his fans and supporters too were not very behind. A large number of fans gathered outside his residence at Galaxy Apartments to show their support for their dearest, dearest Salman. The number of fans gathering at Galaxy swelled day after day. Prayers were offered, fast done. People dropped their work to be just outside his house. I went for a couple of days too. It was a full on media circus at Galaxy. The truth was lost somewhere. Nobody knew how Sal was facing up to it and what would happen next. I knew no matter what, Sal would be facing everything with equanimity. The days turned to a week, and a week turned into two. The media continued with their outrage, but somehow they seemed to have remembered that there were other events happening in the world as well. Then came the news that Sal was finally going to get bail. It had been 15 days since his arrest. The film fraternity almost rejoiced. The press, the media and a large section of the public worked themselves into a collective outrage yet again. As for his fans, they were unapologetically jubilant. They were celebrating right outside galaxy with firecrackers, dance, the works. You couldn't fault them. While Sal had been away, they had almost been in mourning. They looked as worried as Sal's immediate family members looked. They were as perturbed as if their Saga bhai had gone to jail. That was the emotion, the intensity that Sal invoked in them. So after 15 days, Sal came home to a warm welcome from his family, his friends and his extended family his fans and supporters. He had been charged with rash, drunk and negligent driving. What happened to his driver, no one knew. No one was reporting on it. Salman and his immediate family members could not speak about it to the press as the matter was subjudice. The independent media had all but taken for granted that he had been driving and driving drunk. At that. No one was asking the right questions. If it had taken 30 to 40 minutes to cover a distance of 12 to 14 kilometers, which was the distance from Jew to Bandra, how was it rash driving? And if he had really had as much alcohol as he was claimed to have had, how could he have driven the 14 kilometers from Juhu to Bandra without incident, only to have an accident a minute away from his home? The road from Juhu to Bandra was no highway road. It was an internal city road with few twists and turns and it was impossible to drive that road at the speed that was being reported. 80 to 90 kilometers per hour complete hogwash you could manage 40 to 50 kilometers per hour on a deserted internal road in the middle of the night in Mumbai but no more at any higher a speed on an internal Mumbai city road it wouldn't take too long for a crash to happen with Mumbai's roads that were full of turns besides Any kid who knew driving knew that a 90 degree right turn had to be taken at less than 10 km per hour to be 100% safe. The maximum speed for a safe 90 degree right turn was around 15 km per hour. Any higher, and a vehicle would go marginally off course even at 20 km per hour. So the accident, which had happened at a 90 degree right turn, had possibly happened at around 30 to 35 kilometers per hour, which is definitely higher than it should have been for a turn, but definitely not the speed being reported. Any higher speed and the impact of the crash would have smashed the SUV a lot more than was visible. A 90 degree right turn at 60 or 70, and definitely at 80 or 90, the car would have crashed and turned turtle several times over, killing the occupants on impact. Whatever the actual circumstances, the fact was that one person had died in the accident, and two others were seriously injured. But surely, If Salman had really been at a wheel, as was being said, surely he would own up? The man who was hero on screen, took blow after blow on screen. Surely he would take responsibility for his actions? Or was he expected to perjure himself and say yes, he was responsible, even if he had not been driving? surely if he had really been at the wheel he would own up and face the consequences wouldn't he or was he scared for himself and for the fate of his family if he were really to be in lockup for few or several years that he could not own up no no and no i could not believe that he wouldn't take responsibility for something as grave as an accident, resulting in death. Anyways, the judiciary would take its own time in arriving at a decision. One more, a much more serious court case for Sal, after his pression with the law with the Blackbuck case earlier in 1998. For now, he was out on bail and his family, friends and fans were visibly relieved. As for the world, the world carried on at its own pace. Now the world was clearly divided into two kinds of people. Those who loved Salman Khan dearly and those who despised, hated Salman Khan fervently. There were others too who were indifferent to him. Anyways, anyways, Sal was home for now, and that was all that mattered. Things were limping back to normal. Sal had even started shooting. His long delayed film, whose Murat was to be on the morning of the accident, had taken off. When he had been in prison, and also once he had got out on bail, his home was frequented by a steady stream of visitors, family friends, supporters, members of the film fraternity, all there to show solidarity with him. But Miss ABC and her family were conspicuous by their absence. Yes, the breakup had happened many months ago. Yes, there was never any hope for any reconciliation, especially since she had given a very negative interview sometime earlier. But still, whatever faint hopes there ever might have been, they were completely quashed by her total absence at Sal's darkest hour. It was a double whammy for Sal, a very hostile breakup, and then the accident. One life had been lost. It was very obvious that the accident was going to have far reaching consequences into all the lives impacted. Despite the very serious nature of the incident, you couldn't help but wonder if it affected Sal that at his darkest hour, the one he had loved never showed up for him. Nobody knew since the breakup Sal had completely clamped up on Miss ABC. In any case, it was the least of his worries. Despite being emotional, Sal was also practical and he moved ahead to the work at hand, never looking back. It was the end of innocence. It was mid-November when Sal came to meet me. As always, we embraced. The words were few, the sighs were heavy. Sal was a changed man. The night of the accident had changed him forever. It was as if he had aged emotionally by 10 years in one night and in the events that followed. The pain in his eyes I had seen earlier during the Black Buck case, then at the time of his breakup with Miss SFG, then subsequently at the time of his breakup with Miss ABC. Now the extent of the pain in his eyes was much, much more. But it was also accompanied by a sense of acceptance. Me. Want to listen to some music, Sal? I don't know, Ra. I set up the playlist for his Western favorites. He indulged himself in some doodles while the music played on. As for me, I just stared at him and his drawings, hands in his neck while he sketched on. It was the rare calm moment in a year filled with anguish for Sal. The sunlight playing with his hair, the sun lighting up his eyes, Sal absorbed in his sketches, me with my hands around his neck, music playing on. I wished it had been just another ordinary day. But there is no undo button in life. So I gratefully accepted the few calm moments I still got with Sam. And so, life went from normal to abnormal and back to normal. Everything had changed everything else remained the same. Salman 95% Fiction is a fictional story about Radha and her journey with Salman whom she loves from a distance. The events from Mr. Salman Khan's life are described to a limited extent, but the narrative between Radha and Salman is completely fictional. The book is not intended to be a biography of Mr. Salman Khan's life. The book does not claim any accuracy of the dates or period described. This book, does not intend to hurt or harm the sentiments of anyone discreet. Thank you. You were listening to Aimee and Salman. This is the end of Book 2. We will be back shortly with chapters from Book 3. Thanks for listening to state mode.